A great story always begins with the front page. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Front Pages. My name is Paige, and look, today we're discussing all things sports-related, but before we do get into any of that, make sure you're following The Front Pages on Instagram for more exclusive content. So first and foremost, before we do get into episode 30 here today, I just want to apologize for my absence. Look, last week, almost took your girl out, okay? Midterms, schoolwork, work. I just cannot believe how last week did me. But look, we're back here for an exciting episode as we have so much to catch up on. And really, let's start with the WNBA championship. For the first time in franchise history, Chicago Sky defeated Phoenix Mercury 3-1, and they are now your WNBA champions. In last episode, I believe, we spoke about Candace Parker and her leaving her only team she's been with in the WNBA in LA to come back home in hopes of winning a title for Chicago, and look, she did just that. And in her post-game interview, you can just hear how much it meant to her in her personal story. And I'm actually going to play that interview for you guys now. I think sometimes um, you don't have to tell your story time well. And I think that, like, that's something that I've lived by. And uh, I think everybody up here has had that moment where they felt like they have to tell their side of the story. And you don't have to. Like, just put your head down, continue to work, do what's right, be a good person, work hard, give energy, and, like, the world will give back to you. So I think that's my message with all of this is, like, you don't have to yell from the rooftops who you are or what you do. Like, let time tell and, um, and just enjoy the moment. So a little nugget of wisdom there from Parker on episode 30. Look, I'm really excited for her. I love this for her. You know, her grind, her grit does not go unnoticed. And for her teammates as well, you know, just being a calling yourself a champion, the best in your league is something that is just an uplifting experience. And I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of the WNBA and their growth as well. In 2021, we've kind of seen a lot of topics around women's sports as far as viewership, revenue, things of that nature, right? And I think one of the challenges, biggest challenges have been how can we make things fair and uniform across the board for both women and men's sports? How can we pick up the slack in areas that we've kind of fell short in the past for women's sports, right? Well, I found this interesting fact on the front office sports and it was kind of alarming, but it just shows how far we have to go. Right. So the Chicago sky, although this is their first time winning in franchise history for the WNBA, each player on the Chicago sky will earn $11,000, 356 for winning. Now, when I saw this number, I was like, low-key, this is actually kind of low. Like, $11,000 for winning a championship? Okay. So, that made me go and look at the NBA and see how those things are structured. And it's completely different, guys. (laughs) No surprise. It's completely different. 
So how things work for the NBA is that they kind of have a prize pool. So all playoff teams in the first round of the playoffs will receive 298,485 each. That's already more than more than the women champion team has won. These people only made it to the first round for the NBA and they already making tons more than them, but it goes further than this. Teams participating in the conference semifinals will receive 355,159 each. Then the four teams in the conference finals receive 586,898 each. The losing team in the NBA finals will receive 2,346,947 dollars. And the NBA champion will receive 3,541,896. This is crazy. Although this is just prize money, their prize money is more than what the WNBA players even get paid. And a lot of people will argue, you know, the WNBA just doesn't generate that much revenue. Um, a lot of people don't tune into the WNBA. Man, if y'all want to talk viewership, I've talked viewership for over a year now. And look, it's definitely not the case. Every time that the WNBA has been showcased on a bigger platform, they reach more people. They have higher engagement. They have higher numbers and viewership. So it's almost as if, if you gave them a platform, they will perform, but the WNBA has not always been given that platform. So they have not always been able to generate those revenues and things of that nature. They shouldn't have to just depend on endorsements. That shouldn't be the case. And I think as, as women's sports continue to progress, this is an ongoing conversation, whether y'all like it or not. But before I do go on a tangent about that, because I, I feel like I can just talk about that all day long, y'all. No cap. But what I will say is that I'm happy to see new opportunities just created for women in sports. It was just announced that Athletes Unlimited is developing a new basketball league, which will be overseen by Aline Hauser of Nike Basketball and also Kristen Miles of Monumental Sports and Entertainment. And that advisory board will be ran by Kevin Durant, Sarah Flynn, Rich Kleeman, and Taylor Rooks. So this new women's basketball league will get underway here very soon, January 2022. They will have 44 players competing in a season from the end of January to the end of February. And all of the games will be held in the same location in one city, which they have not agreed upon just yet. And it will have the same traditional model as the WNBA, except there will be no owners, general managers, or specific teams. Instead, the players will start on four different teams that wear uniforms of different colors and have assigned captains. Players will compile points based on their team results and their individual statistics. At the end of each week, the top four players in the point standings will become captains and have the chance to repick their team. Now, this is a good opportunity for women in basketball just because many women actually go and compete overseas during the winter months when 
the WNBA um, is not active at that time. So this just gives athletes an opportunity to stay in the States for the winter and just to get a couple workout in and stay under the realm of basketball during that time. And then also, this is a good opportunity for those who don't get picked up within the WNBA. This is kind of just like one of those minor league type of formats that they're kind of establishing, which I'm not mad at it. I love this. I think that this is something that there is a lack of when it comes to women's sports, but men's sports, they have numerous leagues and opportunities presented to them. So this is just another avenue. And Look, today y'all must just be an extreme advocate of women's sports, but look, I just have to put y'all on game on what's happening as we shift gears here a little bit to speak on some college football, this room of things as the power rankings just keep moving y'all. I think some of the most exciting things about this power ranking is that Georgia is finally sitting in that number one spot. And look, I cannot be any happier for them. Definitely have always been rooting for Georgia. And then look, in the number two spot, Cincinnati Bearcats, stand up American Athletic Conference. That's what I like to see. Yo, I am super, 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 super stoked about Cincinnati being number two. Man, if I can get to that game, because I know they're going to be up there. They they ain't losing no time soon. Don't, don't play with them. Cincinnati is that team. They are not overrated. I've seen people talking about, oh, they're overrated. Yeah, right. Shut up. Y'all don't know nothing. Cincinnati is in their bag right now, and I love that for them. I've been rooting for them since the power rankings came out. And look, they're finally getting their shine. They're also a part of that package that's moving to the Big 12 here next season. And that's going to be exciting because it looks like they're going to dominate there too. Man, I got to get to a game. Somebody check me some flights to Cincinnati, please. But I know one place that I will not be attending is Tennessee Volunteers Stadium because they fans is acting out of control. Look, y'all, they head coach was hit with a golf ball from the fans who was throwing objects onto the field. And it was really, really just wild behavior displayed by the fans. They was throwing like bottles and I seen a bottle of mustard. Like how y'all even get that into the game? Do they not check y'all? What, like, what is that about? What is fan behavior really gets on my nerves. Um, They're even in talks about suspending the sales of alcohol at the stadium and around the stadium. And I think that may be a valuable solution for them because they're just out of control. You know, Tennessee, they're not in the running for top 25 or, or top 10. So why y'all even acting like that? I understand that y'all are upset and um, the fans, they, they want a winning program, but look, they was throwing pizza boxes, y'all. Pizza boxes, beer cans. That is unacceptable. That is unacceptable for real. Look, jail all of them. Send them all to jail. I don't care. Send them all. That is unacceptable behavior. Who taught y'all to act like that? <sighs> so in result, the SEC is actually fining the University of Tennessee $250,000, and they are requiring them to utilize security 
video and any type of footage to identify the individuals who were throwing objects onto the field and at the opposing team, which I ain't mad at. Punish them all. Y'all shouldn't have been doing that. And if you get caught and you get suspended, oh, well, y'all think y'all can get away with stuff and you cannot. Sorry. End of story. But in other conference news, the American Athletic Conference is expected to receive applications from six different schools this week. It is talked that FAU, Charlotte, North Texas, UTSA, Rice, and UAB are the six schools expected to submit applications to that conference. And I can actually see um, these teams moving to the American, especially Rice. I definitely expected them to be one of those teams in North Texas. I think I predicted those in an earlier episode. And if that is true, that would expand the American Athletic Conference to a 14-team conference as the University of Houston in Cincinnati, UCF, will leave to go to the Big 12. In other college football news, Oklahoma State beat Texas and their locker room was exceedingly wild after that. Make sure you go check out the front pages for that video content. And then... Something big happened for UConn as they won their first game since 2019 against Yale 21 to 15. And look, y'all heard me right. Their first game since 2019. It is 2021. We are in October. They have not won a game and they finally won their first game. And I know that was just such a crazy experience for them as uh, two years. They ain't won nothing, nothing, nothing. I couldn't even imagine. And then number two, Iowa got upset by Purdue 24 to seven. So that definitely hurt them in the ranking this week. And along with another upset, BYU fell short to Baylor 38 to 24 and look, my Gators, they lost to LSU 49-42. to But I think LSU also takes another loss there as Ed Oregon has announced that he will be out as LSU's coach at the end of this season. Which, really, I think we all could have expected that to happen. LSU is not too fond of of being on losing streaks and not being in the talks of top 25s or even top 10. So I think that's the right move for them. And it's really funny because earlier this season, Ed Oregon, he was in a press conference or an interview. I can't really remember exactly, but he was just saying they can fire my A. And look, you manifested that just well. So wherever he may land, I'm not sure. There already are talks of who will fulfill that role for LSU. I'm not sure. I don't really have any predictions just yet, but I know that they're going to get them a true candidate to rebuild that football program. But as we talk about rebuilding, let's switch to NFL because, look, I got to give the Arizona Cardinals their props. I have talked so much mess. I have interacted with many cardinal fans and look i apologize i do i sincerely apologize because the cardinals are now six and zero and they have just been playing exceedingly well here this season and then look lamar jackson i'm a stan okay 
With Sunday's victory, Lamar Jackson now has 35 wins as a starter, which makes him the most for the NFL player before the age of 25 in history. We stand Lamar Jackson. I think the Ravens are finally utilizing him in ways that he's comfortable with, ways that we've known him to play like at Louisville. And now to see him just seeing the success that he much needed and deserved. I'm just so happy for him because I think sometimes he kind of got overshadowed by Patrick Mahomes, who is not really having the ideal season. And it's just interesting to me. And I've also seen this week, like people talking about how the refs don't give Lamar Jackson the same grace and the same calls as other quarterbacks. But look, man, charge it to the game. I'm just glad my guy is getting his shine that he needs. This is a Lamar Jackson stand account. Do not have anything negative to say about him thus far. And look, just keep going, man. Keep pushing. I think y'all may be in some good runnings if y'all can pull together a solid team, a healthy, solid team, as we saw so many injuries for the Tennessee Titans, man. Just so hard to watch. I was tired of seeing that stretcher being rolled out, y'all. Tired of that. But the Titans were able to edge out the Buffalo Bills last night, which was pretty lit. That was a lit game, I ain't gonna lie. Like, just to see interceptions and to see the Titans' defense really tighten up. And Derrick Henry, bro, this man stiffs arm everybody. He can literally have a highlight tape of him stiff arming somebody on every team in the NFL. He's just that guy, bro. Like, how is he that strong? And the thing about it, they keep replaying it every freaking time. My goodness. I'll be mad if I ain't gonna lie. I'll be mad if I was a I ain't even I ain't even on that side of the field if he ran on that side. I'm on the other side. He ain't about to embarrass me like that, put me on his highlight. No, no. I'm not about to be on Sports Center, ESPN, none of that replay stuff of him stiff arming me in slow motion. Bro, that stiff arm is dangerous. Stay out the way, get in the weight room. Y'all claim y'all weight room bullies. I want to see y'all up against him. I will really love to see that. And another thing I love to see is that the Jacksonville Jaguars got their first win this weekend. And it just had to be the Miami Dolphins. Look, Tua was back this game. But look, I'm just not a fan of the Dolphins. I don't think they will have any success this season. You know, with Tua going there, yeah, that's still a great addition to the roster. But y'all have so far to go. There's Why are y'all even talking about playoffs? Stop it. Stop it. Dolphin fans, I'm sorry. Let's just end it here, okay? <laughs> but Jacksonville Jaguars was able to get their first win over the Dolphins, which is pretty cool. And then the Vikings finished in overtime 34-28 to over the Panthers. And I think that was a lot of games that actually went to overtime um, this weekend, but they were able to come out on top. So that will be your NFL scoreboard for this week. And look, I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet because I want to do a lot of stuff on social media this week. So make sure you're following the front pages on Instagram for more exclusive content. And you see how I left out the Cowboys? Look, y'all are doing well, but your fans is the reason why I cannot give y'all the credits right now. So there's that. <laughs>
But that'll be a wrap for episode 30. Hope y'all enjoyed just catching up with me here today. Thank you for your patience. And I really just appreciate y'all keep rocking with me for 30 episodes. I think we have over 700 listens now. So that's pretty dope, man. I can't wait to get to a thousand. I might throw like a, a listening party or something. Nah, that's cap. I'm cap. I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> I may go buy myself some tip treats in reward. But until next week, I'm out. Peace.